Hello everyone, welcome back to Eating Salads. It is me again, Austin Crosby. I've got a bit of a nasally thing going on right now. Hold on. Okay. Ooh. We are just now finishing up. Casey's still eating a uh, quesadilla with a little side salad, that little Mexican side salad I love so much. Happy to report that we've resumed. Grandma's now well enough. Um, definitely moving slower, but we've resumed our Mexican restaurant trying and, uh, it's going well. That's cool. It felt to get back on the horse. You know what I mean? We also went with grandma to go see Alex Garland's new movie. Men. Men. And the, <laughs> a movie that, um, I, okay, let's put this in perspective. I love 28 Days Later. I love Ex Machina. Now, Ex Machina, I think, is a movie that I'm not going to spoil, but I will comment on because it's been out for years and years now. It is about a woman having her self-questioned by men because she's an android, she's an AI or whatever. Rising up. Bad men keeping her locked in and she's got to reverse gaslight them to escape and manipulate them or whatever. The nature of what is life. High-minded and great. And, uh, you know, female main character. Well, and great performances. Dude, two, uh, two thumbs up. And, you know, we've been happy to see the movie. We had to explain to Grandma how, like, yeah, movies weren't really a thing these last couple years. And now they're starting up again because no one was making movies. And she was like, oh, that's good. That's good. And, uh... Still in this transitional period, though, where a lot of the movies are clearly COVID movies, the movies that COVID-sensitive people believed they could get permission to make while quarantining everyone reasonably, right? So movies with small casts, largely outside, where everyone's like 30 feet apart, um, where like you have to run away from somebody as soon as they start moving towards you so that there's never that the worst thing you could have is a shot where the two characters are within six feet of one another. You know what I mean? So it's gotta be this villain is chasing you from across a field and you narrowly get away and then you see their silhouette 30 feet away, that kind of action. Anyway, um, tight romance scenes with just characters or like how men and I, I know that this is all over the place but this is just a stream of conscious kind of what I'm thinking and feeling about the movie the shtick with men the scary thing is that all of the male characters in the movie which is virtually everyone share the same face they're actually done by the same actor who did a good job. He was a scary man or men. He was a scary man. Um, 
that helps. If you, that means that's only two people you got to quarantine, I guess, right? Or something like that. You can get a bunch of extras, body doubles, sick. You can't risk two famous faces, more than two. Um, I digress. So I had been skeptical of Man. We've been seeing the trailer often because we're often going to these movies like every weekend now. And uh, didn't realize it was coming out. And then we were thinking like, God, what do we go see with Grandma? Downton Abbey looks like it would blow. But maybe that's what we're going to have to see next weekend. I think that she couldn't handle a suspenseful movie. And she could, I'll say. I was like, either she's going to fall asleep, totally check out, and just be glad to have like been in the hustle and bustle. Or uh, it's not going to like freak her out. So she thought some things were pretty funny, though. There was some very over-the-top physical special effects, really memorable and great special effects that uh, <laughs> kind of counteract, maybe don't really counteract at some points, the um, almost titular technology, right, that this guy is multiple men. So when they put his face on different characters, sometimes that's not done as well as it should have been for a movie where they have these amazing special effects sequences that go on for minutes and minutes. And I said to Casey after the movie, I was like, that scene? I said this to Grandma, too. She seemed to understand. I was like, that scene took them weeks to do. Weeks. And it had a big punch. It was a simple crescendo for a movie that um, seemed very brief, seemed short. I was comparing it to Casey. God, is, have I said too little almost? Have I almost tried to say too little and I'm saying something different? But we'd seen the trailer. It always seemed condescending um, that this guy, Alex Garland, is going so out of his way to write and direct movies about females sticking it to the man that he's like kind of a sussy male feminist, isn't he? And his movies go, go so far to paint men is in a bad light that you're like, is this a male misandrist? Does this guy hate men? Fair enough, right? Fair enough. Um, it, I, I was joking with grandma. I was like, it's funny to me that people, that anyone could think that men were the problem. <laughs> and grandma was like, oh, what? <laughs> and I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. So I didn't, I, you were rolling your eyes at the trailer. And it is so over the top and ham fisted. It's kind of, it's a lot of fun. It reminds me of like a Jordan Peele movie. Jordan Peele's movies were very much in your face uh, with their social messaging. And I guess this is as well. Um, another thing that I said to Casey, this, uh, it, it, I bet that there was a lot more to chew on for people who are steeped in like an Anglo, Anglican, Catholic, Christian vibe, right? Like those, if you were like someone who knows a lot about that sort of stuff, I don't, I'm not, you know what I mean? Um, that didn't help, that didn't hold me back, say, with like Neon Genesis Evangelion. I appreciated it as mythical because I think that the Japanese creators 
of Neon Genesis were also thinking of it as more mythical in inspiration. This was like thinking of it as societal. And I think a lot of movies maybe do that with the kind of culty vibes that are put, put out by you're in a new place and there's something creepy going on. So something creepy in the countryside going on. And I was juxtaposing it to those kinds of movies with Casey saying, you know, all those other examples, The Wicker Man, um, you name it. I mean, the horror movies that go back to the 70s and continue. That It almost was a slasher at points. And it, and it has some lineage in the female slasher main protagonist, like defending herself with a kitchen knife kind of movie. Um, they would have had maybe like a double double peaked crescendoing end and this didn't as much and felt very like oh it almost should have been like an HBO special event and okay that's kind of what it feels like more is like an HBO sky special event from the people who brought you the golden compass etc Casey's maybe doesn't agree I don't know if I it's somewhere in that realm, right? Somewhere in that realm. The third day, I think, was better because it was like four hours and three episodes and honestly better shot in a lot of regards. So still a really good movie and has a couple of sequences that will stick with you forever. But... Kind of, I think, a real condescending message, a real condescending motif of uh, women being victims. Got to get over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? From a guy. Like, that's the weirdest part is it's like this dude whose last two movies. And also you could like in the way that uh, who's that old man that talked to the stool, Clint Eastwood how he did Letters from Iwo Jima and Flags of Our Fathers as two, like, two sides of one coin event kind of thing. And if you're trying to be patronizing, then the two sides of that coin are ex machina and men. Because in one, it's this woman stuck in a, the house of the future. And in the other one, it's this the nightmare house of the future with some incel dude and then in the other one it's like it's kind of the same it's like a woman stuck in the baggage of the past and culture and tradition with a bunch of incel dudes so still good still fun sequences good music sound design sound design was weird because I was seriously sitting at the beginning of the movie thinking oh and it was the trailers were so loud so the volume was up high and i was thinking i wish i had headphones in or ear protection but i bet people would mock me if i was where if i went around all the time with ear protection in but stuff's loud and then the movie started and i was literally worried that i would have to strain to hear the movie the entire time and it would then go from between that quiet where you were like, what, huh? I wish I had subtitles to it being like loud for sure. So it was a dynamic, it was a dynamic sound mix, but with good musicking and stuff, sound scoring, 
where she would do this thing where it was like, oh, 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 the, the echo. Crazy. We had a good echo in here. Do you hear that? Kind of just rings back. Anyway, thank you so much for. Uh, oh, we had a major. The other thing we did today, we had a major garage cleaning spree. We reorganized. We got rid of things. We really. We had this. Oh, it's so dirty in here. But it's been pretty cold, and we've had other things we've been doing. How many times can you clean your garage? I feel like we've cleaned it six times in the last year through the remodel. We were always cleaning the garage. So that being said, we had a ton of empty containers, just like storage systems of plastic and buckets that were empty and all those sorts of things. So it's like, that's a waste of space. That's a kind of hoarding. Get rid of all the containers that are empty and nasty, crusty old buckets, um, nursery pots for plants you've repotted a long time ago that kind of thing anyway stay healthy come again tomorrow